This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. State and local police, along with federal drug agents, are investigating a drug lab in Mansfield following a fire at an apartment complex last Tuesday afternoon. The fire at the Copeland Apartments, located at 287 Chauncey Street in Mansfield, was contained to a bedroom of an apartment on a second floor. Fire officials then called in police when they discovered suspicious chemicals at the scene. Troopers from the state fire marshal's office and agents from the Drug Enforcement Agency also responded and discovered an alleged methamphetamine and a butane hash oil lab. A burn victim found at the scene was transported to a Boston hospital for treatment and then later arrested on drug charges. 35-year-old Christopher G. Ellis was ordered held in jail on $75,000 cash bail on Wednesday after pleading innocent in Attleboro District Court. However, a superior court judge has reduced his bail and ordered him to be freed from jail. Ellis was living in the Mansfield apartment with his wife and six-year-old daughter. The exact cause of the fire, which caused $50,000 in damage, is under investigation. Ellis is due back in court on October 26th. A federal court in Boston has backed Foxborough Police and a fentanyl bust. A federal judge in Boston has ruled that police had legal justification to enter an apartment to investigate a domestic complaint last year before finding an alleged fentanyl mill. U.S. District Court Judge Leo T. Sorokin conducted a hearing last week in a drug trafficking case against Stefan Pina, and ruled that the three Foxborough police officers who testified were credible. Sorkin denied a motion by Pena's lawyer, Veronica White of Boston, to suppress evidence in the case. White argued that police entered the apartment illegally and without a warrant on November 3rd of 2017 at the lodge at Foxborough. Prosecutors argued that police had every right to enter the apartment to check on the safety of a woman they feared was at risk under an emergency aid exception. Pena is currently free on $25,000 bail and is confined to his mother's home in Connecticut. Pena pleaded innocent to possession with intent to distribute over 40 grams of fentanyl. If convicted, Pena faces a mandatory minimum 10-year sentence. The Foxborough Water Department normally eases water restrictions by September 30th. However, a new year-round watering schedule has been introduced to help avoid confusion with town residents. According to Water Superintendent Robert Worthley, state requirements enforce a strict water ban from May 1st through September 30th. After that, towns may drop any water restrictions. 
Worthley said. Surrounding communities have begun to implement year-round water restrictions as well. Last June, the Water Department was forced to implement a total ban on outdoor water use after water levels reached a critical spot. That ban was eased about two weeks later. Worthley continued saying the problem was never how much water the town has, but the ability to pump the water from its wells. The department will be installing two new wells at the pumping station off of Chestnut Street, which according to Worthley should be operational sometime in 2020. A Bristol County grand jury has handed up indictments against the man accused of shooting two South Attleboro police officers last month. 41-year-old Eric S. Lindsay of Coventry, Rhode Island, faces a six-count indictment, including charges of assault with intent to murder, four weapons-related charges, and breaking and entering. Lindsay was injured after being shot multiple times by police who returned fire on Newport Avenue on August 27th. Lindsay is still recuperating from his injuries at Rhode Island Hospital. Police officers Leo McKenzie and Luke Harrington took evasive action and were not struck during the shootout with the suspect. No date has been scheduled for his arraignment in Fall River Superior Court. Police in two towns are looking for a possible child predator. That story is next. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Police in two communities. North Attleboro and Rentham have been increasing patrols after reports of a middle-aged man asking children if they need rides home. In North Attleboro, police were posted at an elementary school last Wednesday, and Rentham took similar action after an incident last Monday. According to a Facebook post by North Attleboro Superintendent Laurie McEwen, a man in his 50s with a white or gray beard and hair, asked a child if he needed a ride home. The man was reported to be driving a blue or gray truck or van with a license plate that may contain the numbers 32. Rentham Police Chief Bill McGrath said in a statement on Wednesday that all parents and children should be vigilant and children should be reminded to practice sound safety rules. And finally, unemployment remained at near record lows 
throughout August, with eight of ten local communities reporting lower jobless rates than a year ago. Norfolk's unemployment rate has dipped a full percentage point since August of 2017, hitting 2.7% last month, the lowest in the area. Only two communities went up. Mansfield went from 3.5% to 3.6%, and North Attleboro went from 3.5% to 3.7%. Rentham's unemployment rate dropped from 3.0% a year ago to 2.8%. Plainville stayed the same at 3.2%, and Foxborough's unemployment rate dropped from 3.3% in August of 2017 to 3.2% in August of this year. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.